This is The Work. Welcome to my podcast. My name is Lisa. Here we dive into the things that we might not want to look at, but that we know will change and transform, that will take us to the next level, take us to the space and help us create the space where we can be who we're meant to be and live the life that we're meant to be living. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Massive Source podcast and interview. Today, we have Hanovi Strongdeer with us from Peru. Welcome, Hanovi. How are you? Hello, dear hearts out there. I'm very good, very excited to be on the call with you. Yeah, I'm also very, very excited. It starts long before the actual call, and Hanovi is somebody that I started following during the lockdown she has a lot of knowledge deep uh, spiritual insights and um, you will talk more about it but uh, a very strong connection to your guides and the multi-dimensional and i feel this has also been such a journey for me especially since the lockdown i think it has been for many uh, I don't want to put people in groups, Who, whoever you are, wherever you are from, whatever's going on in your life. I just hope that this particular talk um, might awaken something within you because both me and Honovi, um, we also work with the multidimensional. We, we embody and work with light codes and the whole conversation in itself is actually an activation usually uh, because we we it's in our it's in our dna it's in in our uh, energy that we transmit and um so i would love for you hanovi to introduce yourself and tell me a little bit about the work that you do where you live and then we can go deeper into into how you came into that afterwards Okay, dear heart, thank you so much. So I have two ways of introducing myself. <laughs> so the first way, <laughs> so you could say that is one way for me to introduce myself in an energetic way because this is um just like you were saying the way that a lot of star seeds are communicating right using a different tool of communicating these ideas and consciousness so that's one aspect of who i am and then i guess you would know me as honobi strong dear i'm a medicine woman I live here in the Andean mountains, surrounded by um, yeah, so many blessings here because we feel the mountains have a intelligence and a sentience. So we're here in the Andes and I also am doing, I guess you could call it um, activations and deprogramming and helping people get more clear and solid in their soul blueprint and in, in specifically in their galactic soul blueprint because um we are multi-dimensional travelers right 
And so that is the work that I do with people. And also part of my mission in these times is to draw awareness, draw the light of consciousness to what is unfolding on the planet right now behind the uh, COVID uh, mask and mirrors, shall we say. Yes, which is a which is an honorable and also a big task, but you fully embody that. And it's been an honor to follow you as well. You have also helped me um, see a lot of truths that are well hidden unless you start, as we, as we started saying, going down the rabbit hole, start uncovering, start. Also, I would say when we are ready, we start unveiling our own veils because we are the ones who choose to see or not see we are the ones who choose to feel or not see to push away or to to embrace um who we truly are uh and for for many of us on this path i think we we've seen the signs all along and especially um i would i will talk to also i want to talk to everyone this is a lot what about what the work that I'm doing, I also want to talk to the ones who only heard this for the first time and not necessarily one of the way shores, one of the, you know, that they're well aware that they are a star seed. Maybe there's also somebody who doesn't even know what a star seed is. So of course we can't, we only have, you know, so much time, but I do want this to be open so that if there is remembrance in what we're saying or curiosity or sparks coming throughout this conversation, um, you can also follow, follow Honovi uh, Strongdeer's channels. There's a lot there if you want to go deeper. But I do want to, I always find it really fascinating uh, having this channel to talk about the journey getting here. Of course, you, you you have to feel into what you want to cover, but how was, how was this uh, process for you? What brought you into this, uh, this work? And I, I want to say maybe that can help others see, oh, these instances in my life, oh, maybe that actually is a gift. Oh, maybe that taught me something. Maybe that is my gift, you know? Yes, thank you for the question. So... Mm, I would say as a young child, I was fairly tuned in. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't like it was some big revelation to me in that okay. sense. Mm. But I would definitely say in my 20s is when I had this awakening that I was multidimensional. And what that means is that we are each existing beyond this 3D plane that we could be existing in multiple planes simultaneously. And there could be different versions of us that look completely different. Maybe there's a version that looks like a cat, like a humanoid cat. Maybe there's a version that looks like a praying mantis, you know, with the um, big pointed antenna. Uh, maybe there's a version that looks like the classic extraterrestrial, you know, with the big eyes. But it's important for the viewers watching to know that these are all just aspects of the self, okay? Uh, and so when we are 
regarding these beings as equal, uh, we can really become equal to them and step into our own power. So what's happening a lot when people get into this whole spiritual sphere, uh, sometimes they get into this trap of, uh, you know, certain patriarchal systems or hierarchy. And it's knowing that, you know, in this new era, it is a galactic feminine energy that is uh, coming. It's the galactic and the feminine. And the feminine is literally uh, this beautiful container to hold that galactic energy. It's very exciting, very amazing partnership between the galactic and the feminine. And so in my 20s, I started having out-of-body experiences because I didn't know at the time, but these beings actually switched on my kundalini. <laughs> and uh, that was quite a shock to the system, shall we say. Um, even though I was spiritually tuned in as a kid, I, I didn't know that you could just leave your body like that, you know? <laughs> I was lying in bed and then suddenly I started lifting out of my body and then I would slam back into my physical body and uh, this was happening repeatedly. So this was really like my big, like jolt, you know, it's like mm -hmm. a big lap from the universe, <laughs> like wake the F up, <laughs> you know, this kind of thing. And then I guess because I was always fortunate in that my family was very spiritually tuned in. And I was, I was always around people who were just, you know, kind of spiritually tuned in and they were like planting seeds with me, you know, as I was growing up as a child, as a young woman, and then as a young adult, um, I ended up having a relationship with an astral projection teacher, of course, because when I had a relationship with him is when the guides um, came in and turned on the Kundalini. And then I embarked on this amazing um, journey, I would call it of remembrance. And I always say to people that I'm not here to teach you anything new or share anything new per se, but just to stoke the embers in your spirit, in your heart, the memories, the remembrance, right? And, um, and so that's what I've been doing. And, and, you know, there were so many twists and turns. There was moments where I doubted myself. I felt like a freak, an outsider. Why was I always different? You know, why couldn't I just be myself in front of people and not worry, oh my God, there's the alien girl or, you know, whatever, <laughs> because I was always interested in those topics. As a, as a child, I knew that there was um, multidimensional uh, extraterrestrial beings. It was a no-brainer to me. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I think that what is beautiful about this period that we're in is that I find that we're all finding each other, all of the outsiders and all of the ones that have just known um, their entire lives. For me, it's been different. For me, it's been very much through the heart, being an empath, um, seeing and feeling everything, being oversensitive. Um, I haven't had those like Kundalini awakening out of the body, seeing multi, you know, maybe I have, and then it was shut down. But, but for me, it was all about oversensitivity. I see and feel everything and not understanding why it was so difficult to be in the body. And now 
having reopened all of it again, I can now access with, with calmness everything that you're speaking about. I can, I can talk to different and live in simultaneously in different timelines and, and multi-dimensions. And it's all very new to me. So that's why I'm so excited. And that's what's brought me to you. And I find that so beautiful that we're all now connecting because this is the new reality. This is the new earth. And although it might seem new, as you said, this is actually remembering who we truly are. And so I would love to go into, I would love to go deeper into the topic that you spoke about, the, the galactic and the feminine container. But before we do that, I wanted to create like a frame um, just to start off with what's actually happened. Um, we won't go into the whole cosmic history necessarily. You can feel into that. But what's actually happening with COVID and why COVID appeared all of, all of a sudden and what, yeah, what this is all about. If, if you feel like it's easy to kind of break it down, I know it's a huge one. But yeah. Yes, I can I can break it down. That's yeah, what I do. I'm a, great. I'm a, yeah. I'm, a, I'm a reality dismantler. Yes. yes. <laughs> no, I love to do that. That's usually what I do on Massive Source. I'm very much about there are other podcasts that have the huge topics and they're all up there. And I like to take it down so we can, you know, build go up and down, you know? And then uh, yeah. So in a nutshell, dear hearts, the COVID fiasco, or you can refer to it as the pandemic, it has been purposefully created by what you would call is an organization known as the Cabal, the Deep States, the Illuminati. There's many different names, but in a sense, it is a covert uh, series of beings and networks and institutions that have been working together. Uh, against humanity, not for us. And they have infiltrated every facet of society. So we are talking about government, law, police, medicine, uh, the sciences, even the arts. They have all been affected in some way by this deep state, by this uh, group of beings who want to have a greater control, shall we say, of the planet and greater say what happens on the planet. And so the COVID was in a sense released so that people would go into fear so that they would be easier to manipulate and coerce and again that word control and uh, so that it could also bring about a financial reset so it would destroy the economies so that it would uh, cause a lot of separation, isolation, depression, confusion, you know, all these different things, um, lack consciousness, a lot of people struggling with their, you know, financial situation. And so it was created purposefully for that reason, and also to distract from what has been going on involving this deep state, that there is a, a series of international pedophilia networks that have been uh, grooming our children. Uh, some of this is very subliminal program um, programming that you would find in uh, even in cartoons and 
movies. So everything has been infiltrated, as I was saying earlier. So that includes Hollywood. That includes, um, you know, all these singers and actors that a lot of people have looked up to. And a lot of people have, in a sense, formed an identity around. And what's coming out now, a lot of you actually will uh, be aware of what I'm talking about, because some of it's coming through, you know, documentaries like Fall Cabal, or Out of the Shadows, or uh, the Epstein uh, documentary on Netflix. You see, these are all places you can start to do your own research, because it is important for each of us when we come into this um, uh, truth bomb, if you want to call it that, this revealing, this transparency, that we don't take it for you know, face value. Don't just take my word for it. I'm just planting seeds. Um, now it's your job to, to go away with those seeds and, and do your own research. But perhaps that gives, um, that gives a bit of a rounded view of what's going on. There's this pedophilia network that no one wants to talk about, by the way. <laughs> no one wants to um, draw attention uh, to it. Even consciousness teachers don't want to talk about it. Why is that, actually? I've, I've asked myself. Well, well it's either because uh, they're being censored, right? Because censorship is very heavy around this topic. In fact, uh, several consciousness teachers and YouTubers, they've had yeah, their videos removed if they've gone too deep or touched too much of a nerve with some of this. Um, other people, I feel, are afraid because it is a big, it's, it's the elephant in the room that no one wants to quite address, including the mainstream media, because they are part of it too. So either they are afraid of the judgment that they're going to receive, or do consider that some of these people are invested in it in some way and part of it. Now, I'm talking about people who are like, you know, got a lot of reach and a lot of fame mostly because again it's going back to this idea that this deep state has its hand in many different cookie jars and so it's controlling a lot of the moving pieces in our world and so that includes celebrity and, and Hollywood and uh, the pharmaceutical industry you see there's many different pieces to the to the jigsaw and today we wanted to just uh, touch upon some of these so that you guys start to uh, get orientated with what's really going on. Absolutely, and I'm so grateful that you're coming on. I was, uh, I have to say, although I'm, I don't feel personally I have anything to lose even being censored. Um, I do, but I did feel at one point, I want to be honest also with the people following me that um, uh, this, not because I don't, I don't believe in it, but because I know that to uncover truth can sometimes be very shocking to the system. For myself personally, as a mother as well, to, to really go uh, into the, the atrocities that is happening to children all over the world of um, abduction of children, um, extreme violence and torture to children. It's, um, I'm so emotional just talking about it. That's why I'm looking at the sea because it's, it touches me deeply. Yet, yes. as a mother, 
I will not, and also as a, uh, as a spiritual um, leader of, of, this, of this movement, a way shower, because I have understood who I am. I have understood my mission and why I'm here. I cannot sit back because of my children. I do not want my children to be manipulated nor take, basically have their freedom taken away from, from us. And there is one thing that I will add just to what you were actually already saying. And that is this very important thing that we all need to understand that there is a law I, you know, I can't refer to one specific law. I haven't done that uh, deep research, but I know that if you show what you're doing to the public, to the, to, with, uh, how can you say, to, uh, with open eyes, if you show the public what you're doing, and this has also been written um, on documents, I'm referring to what the Illuminati, these pedophilia, you can confirm or, or, if, if I'm mistaken, but as long as you show what you're doing, um, there's a consensus that it is um, by law okay to do it. Meaning, you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So meaning yes, that all of actually, these... Um, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. No, I've, you can go further into it, but they're actually planting um, very, very um, horrific images and ideas through uh, imagery. We all know how strong imagery and also subliminal messages. And as long as you're sharing your agenda openly, there is no, you will specify this probably for me also because I'm lacking the language, I can feel it. But there is no, uh, there, it's almost like th then it's accepted. Is that it? Like then it's by law if you're showing the public and doing it openly. There is a consensus that people are in on it because they have already seen it and they've already accepted it. Do you understand what I mean? Yes, there there is a galactic codex. And yes, that's it. Part of this codex is basically what you're saying. So. You know, these beings, they have been letting us know who they are for a long time through movies, through the movie, through the medium of entertainment, through the movie theater, through um, advertising, through every facet of society they've been showing us. In fact, if you go and look at the Olympics in 2012, the opening ceremony, you will be very shocked. <laughs> Really? <laughs> yeah, because at one point they even have a helicopter doing an aerial view of the stadium and it looks like the coronavirus is like these little red things coming out like this. <laughs> it looks like one of the actual, you know, the cells that they always show in, you know, yeah. all over the place. And then the actual performance itself are these children on these beds, a lot of beds with nurses and children. <laughs> it's very bizarre. And then they have these performers who are looking like these demonic uh, energies, like uh, not, it's not very pleasant. You're not it's, referring it's, to the one in, uh, in Norway London. by any chance. In London. In, in London, in 2000, yeah. 2012. Mm. And that's something, you know, because I want, I want this also to be practical for people. So things yes. that we are sharing, you can go away and, yes, and have a look. Yes, that's really good. Mm. 
yeah. because uh you know then it's going to become more uh real for you because i understand for a lot of people that this is you know very out there information and well it depends you know it depends which what's your disposition what's your awareness and interest in in this topic and what your purpose is too because you know my uh, purpose and also uh, Lisa's is to bring through this uh, information, right? To, to bring through this idea that a lot has been covered up. There's been a lot of um, people who've become corrupt and compromised. And I would like to add on, because I am a re reality dismantler, that there's many layers yeah. to this whole uh, piece. And it's important to talk about uh, the the entity known as QAnon or Q, because this adds a whole new layer to this uh, jigsaw puzzle. And so what had happened was that there were many people around the world uh, who were decent people who were seeing what was happening to our planet over time. They were seeing what this deep state was doing and they wanted to be a call to action and an answer to that. And so some of them formulated together and this was happening in the United States and was the military. So the military formed together to kind of form uh, a counter attack to this uh, insurgency that had been happening in America over time. So there's something that um, Q says and Q says, it's uh, infiltration, not invasion. And so what Q means, and Q is this, like I said, group of beings that started in the military and then grew uh, into other places and created this actual, I guess you can call it um, truth tellers, <laughs> uh, those that are supporting humanity right now, those that are fighting this deep state so you know they created q so that they could have a back channel where they could release information uh to the public about what is actually going on so there is a link to the q intel and the q drops that uh we can also post in the comments so you guys can go away and and start looking at this intelligence because uh there's also something called um Q proofs mm -hmm. and Q proofs are basically showing where Q has released a piece of information and then it, it has occurred or happened in reality. And now what's really amazing is some of the information that Q releases was dated back to 2017. Oh, really? so, and, and then this brings a whole new layer, <laughs> right? This brings another layer where it's suggesting that Q, who are also working with the Earth Alliance, which consists of the BRICS countries, so Brazil, uh, India, China, um, Russia. Russia, yeah, I miss Russia, and South Africa, right? So all these different moving pieces, as we can see, are coming together. And the fact that Q is making these drops years before, so in effect, predicting the future, then brings into question, well, how are they doing that? Well, perhaps they have time travel technologies. And I encourage you all to look into 
project looking glass. Okay, mm -hmm. you're going to get a lot of information if you uh, do some research on that. And also, perhaps they are in a coalition with humanoid extraterrestrial beings. That's why it seems that Q is about 10 steps ahead of anything that this deep state um, is trying to do. Mm -hmm. We went a bit deep there, but we I got went a bit deep, and I'm I'm I got the download. To, to I, I love it because usually during a podcast, I'm like I I listen, and then I'm like where to go. But there are so many layers presenting themselves. However, uh, just to kind of earth it a little bit for people, I'm a Capricorn. Saturn just went into Capricorn, so we're just gonna take <laughs> it down a little bit. Um, I know that this for us, as you said, is vital information. We can feel the truth in it. We can feel that it's related to our mission and why we're here. So there are a lot of people that are wondering, why do I need to know this? What is my purpose in this? Why do I need this information? And although it's very, very obvious to me, um, because this has something to do with the oneness of that we we are all responsible for one another we are all one and the same we we are also moving into to oneness uh, consciousness into unity consciousness where we cannot just have the life of me myself and i that was created through this um what can we call it? It's it's a yeah, it's a paradigm. It's a it's a it's a time and age that came in, uh, and I believe it's also um, it was a cosmically planned trajectory. It was inevitable. It was uh, an experiment so that we would live separation and duality and um, and then reawaken to to who we truly are and and to what we are really here for. Why, why, why have, yeah, why have this beautiful earth? Why have all of these abilities to, to self-heal? And then there are others that are living in, in horrific, why have, why can one part of the earth be thriving and then another, uh, you know, they're lacking. Uh, so, so, help me help me get this together but my question is why do we why do we need this information for those who are thinking it's so much to take in because it is um and could you kind of elaborate a little bit about the consciousness that we're now moving into and how we as individuals can access that through what we're presenting in this talk do you get me do you follow yes i think so yeah well one one can ask why or one can ask why not mm -hmm. it really depends everything is a perceptional shift so the way i feel it is that we're all here playing these different roles in this divine unfolding drama and it's knowing what is your role what is your part and play it well because there are different reasons to know the information and one of the reasons quite frankly it's for the children it's for the dear dear children i know that a lot of people out there are here for the children that's part of what i'm here uh, to take a stand for that's why i 
have put my discomfort to yeah. the side. In fact, I wouldn't say that. I would say I've taken my discomfort that I felt as a result of sharing on these topics and included her and said, hey, discomfort, come and have a seat with me right here. <laughs> We're going to become really She's good right friends. here. She's like listening. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, she's right behind me. <laughs> right. That, um, yeah, because this is a time to become, uh, you know, to find comfort in your discomfort because yeah. we are, as we go down the rabbit hole, going to reveal truths that overwhelm our nervous system. And this is why we were saying in the beginning of the call, too, I mean, Lisa, that it's important to maybe do this in waves. Don't just bombard your nervous system, your energy system, your physical system with all this information. Because um, I remember I did that about four or five days straight, and uh, that that messed up my field. <laughs> I was on such a downer. I was on such yeah. right, yeah, and. Um, yeah. Sorry, did you want to say something? I just feel to say, you know, we are sensitives and we feel, you know, we feel energy. So, um, and although that might be different depending on who you are, um, these images and messages and a lot of these things are encoded with very deep, um, what can I say? I don't, I don't want to actually say light or dark, bad or good, but it's just, it's, um, it's energy that's uh, encoded that will have an effect and create fear within you. And it does so very much to me. So I'm, I'm very sensitive. I can barely watch uh, anything that's related to any type of violence. I, I, so I have to prepare myself and I actually couldn't go through with the whole, there's like this 10, 10 part documentary on, uh, on YouTube. I I could only, yeah, I could only get it's to It's called it's called Fall Cabal. Yes, Fall Cabal. I could only get to part number seven. Uh, and also I was constantly with my daughter during COVID. So it was something about seeing her and then hearing about all of these atrocities with the children. So again, as Honobi Strong there is saying, just be mindful. Um, but don't also, I also want to say, do not be scared. We're also held. That is so important. Regardless of what you believe in, I can assure you we're so held and this is all happening for a reason. It needs, it's, it's a time where it needs to be unveiled. It will actually be unveiled and why I'm taking this call to, to action, to, so to speak, uh, is because it will come anyway, um, in different waves, in different layers, in different, and, um, and uh, it's something about, uh, also creating the space to put out this information um, so that you can access it in a more gentle way maybe uh, you know we are the feminine we are holding space and and also we are very connected to the children so that you can feel why this is also important i feel that's also like the my main objective with this but um, yeah please go on in terms of talking a little bit about this this time we're living in and and why this is happening now. Well, I also just wanted to, to yes. finish the, the thought er, earlier Please. about um, the different reasons, you know, because yes. there's so many, there's so many different reasons. The main one is I feel the children and it is the children that is going, 
is going to unite people. It's going to bring people together. It's going to motivate people to move into this healing that is necessary. And I would say that creation, if you want to call it that, is going through certain rhythms and cycles. And we have been in a 26,000 year cycle. And now that is coming to an end and we're entering into this new era, this new earth consciousness. And so, you know, at different periods across human time, the consciousness is, is becoming very high, very uh, connected to the source and creation and unconditional love. And then at other times, just like the seasons that we have here on the planet, it is dipping, you know, just like the winter comes and then the spring and the, su the summer and the autumn and they all have their place. It's knowing that this lower level consciousness, if you want to call it that, or this darkness or this density, it mm. has its place too. And it's serving as a sort of catalyst. Because if you think about it, when you get a catapult and you start to uh, push it back, what happens? You create a certain tension, right? There's a, a certain tension that's created. And then when you let it go, then it goes, bing, <laughs> like acceleration mode. And so, you know, that's one way to look at it. That's one way to, to navigate these times that we're in with great darkness is coming great light. And that's really important for people to yeah. remember. And also it's important for people to know that uh, you don't need to know actually all the information. You just have to trust, well, what feels in resonance for me to to discover what what level do i want to go down in the rabbit hole because there's many different levels you know um and then it's honoring that in each other too i think because in my journey there were moments where i got frustrated because there's a lot of people who just don't want to know the information or they go into cognitive dissonance where their belief system it cannot comprehend or assimilate that information, right? So there's a denial that happens mm -hmm. and we're going to see a lot of that too. There's going to be, um, yeah, it's going to be a lot of shock and people moving through difficult times. So we really need to um, be here for each other and meet each other where we're at too, whilst also kind of encouraging each other along. Yeah. I will actually refer to where I come from, Norway, and I, I, I don't want to talk negatively about the society necessarily, per se, in comparison. We are, you know, we all, all cultures are different, um, yet the land of Norway, um, how uh, used to be thousands of years ago, or not, it's not a very old nation, I would say thousands of years ago when the Vikings were living there, we were very connected to the earth. The earth used to be very powerful and we used to live off the land. We used to have um, medicine women and medicine men. And we brought a lot of knowledge from the Vikings because they weren't actually as brutal. They, you know, they, they had their ways, but they're portrayed as much more brutal. There were actually people that were very powerfully connected to the land. And then, uh, without going into too much detail, but with a lot of wealth coming from the oil that was found in the Northern Sea, Norway became a very, very um, rich country 
very materialistic and very conformed. And, and I think also what I want to say and why I think this is so important for me to share is I've spent most of my life working with humanitarian either NGOs or causes and traveled quite a bit to get out of this bubble where everything in Norway looks like the perfect dollhouse. Everything is perfect. Nobody's living on the streets. I mean, we have a few, but it's so few because they can get aid in any case and they're housing for everyone. And every, it's like the perfect society, right? Not everything's perfect, but, but it is in many ways. And I can see especially even topics like a few years ago, like veganism was so out there, <laughs> you know? And I think that's why I'm on the other side of the scale, speaking about extraterrestrials and these very like, the suffering of the children and these these the deep state and because I come from a place where you speak about just the most sensitive things that are actually are quite normal it's just good for the body if you just listen to your body it's so shocking to the system so I know all about that and I think it's something about the more comfort we have and the more addicted we are to this programming of materialism and look at me and selfie and my only existence is my body in a 3D. Um, not only does it create a, create a lot of internal suffering because you're very disconnected from your soul, but you reject all ideas that is not on that very superficial plane. And now I'm it's very ex extreme what I'm saying, but in a nutshell, that's what it is. That's what this material um, paradigm, it's not just material, it's very much you know, just polishing the outside. I think that's when you lose connection to yourself, you lose connection to the suffering of other people is what my point is. Uh, and I, I'm, I had to often get out of Norway just to see human beings living in very, just to have that remembrance of how we're, we're all on this human journey and what suffering really means because I didn't see any suffering, you understand? And I think that's also why it's so important for me to do this and for uh, because I know I have a, also like a large Norwegian following <laughs> because this this is also what what uh, many of us who live in the Western world, we we can't even relate. I've seen that many, many times because as long as you don't see suffering or experience these what that really means or relate it through your heart it becomes something very foreign to you and that's why i asked you why this is important because it's easy to go into it doesn't regard me okay you know a lot of people do that as a like a yeah when you're not connected to your heart you want to push away anything that's painful and i think these times are confronting us with our personal pain and therefore in steps, we will be confronted with the planetary pain because it's all one and the same. And I think this is about seeing the shadows of society, but first starting with ourselves. And how would you say, I hope I'm making sense to you, this is very much my own personal journey, but, but it's, how would you say one can reconnect, remember, reopen uh, to, to ourselves, basically, 
to this consciousness because it's us it's what we are yes i would say that we are doing it all the time actually mm -hmm. it's not something to strive for mm. or even try because in trying you're giving this impression that it's not your very nature mm. actually and I would say to begin with curiosity because everything begins with a question, with being curious, mm. asking questions. Why is the world the way it is? Why do some people have a lot and some people have nothing? Who made the world this way? Was it we, the people? Was it people in power? people we cannot see necessarily or know? Was it a group of beings that are not native to this planet? Was it all those factors together? But the important thing is to ask questions about your own journey. What am I doing here? What fills my heart with so much joy? What is my gift and service? How can I be of service to my brothers and sisters how can i perceive others as brothers and sisters instead of seeing them as on the other side of the planet and it's also knowing that to a degree we all actually have something called privilege you see yeah. and this is a very emotive word right now too because of the certain rights, uh, the BLM and uh, George Floyd and all these other things. But it's knowing that we all actually have a degree of privilege. Even I have it as a brown woman. And I say that because if you have grown up in a Western world, which I have, mm -hmm. I have a degree of privilege that uh, the rest of the world, other parts of the world don't have. Yes. Now I can admit that myself. <laughs> mm. and it's important to admit that it's important to acknowledge the privilege that we each have and yeah. then as we get aware to that uh ask ourselves well what can we do with that privilege to ease the suffering or the pain of others right and like you said in the beginning um not everyone maybe feels that connection to other people and that's fine because it's knowing that that has been part of the programming here for a long time where there is this programming, programming running where the powers that be or the media or these different components want to keep people separated. They want to create certain rice, uh, race, rice, <laughs> race riots. <laughs> Say that 10 times fast. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, so they, they want to instigate and provoke and, you know, because when humans are going into these denser emotions, and did you see how when I'm sharing, I do with humor too? So it's knowing that, you know, there's different ways to share this information. We can bring humor, we can bring lightheartedness to it too. Yeah. But it's knowing that, uh, you know, these different components these different components have contributed to keeping humanity's consciousness vibrating at quite a low rate, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I understand why for a lot of people, it hasn't been maybe easy because in effect, the earth has been in a sense, um, 
disconnected literally from these higher frequencies and dimensions and guidance coming through. And now as we are upgrading as a civilization and these new grids are overlaying with our planet, these 5D, if you want to call it that, these high frequencies, now all of a sudden people's gifts are coming online and they're having spontaneous remembrance lucid dreams and you know i had a client uh in la who was having a being an interdimensional being appear in front of her in front of her eyes <laughs> and you know it was freaking her out and i think it is important to share this because we are Very. going into very into the galactic era mm -hmm. and that means that a lot of people are going to uh, start having this as an everyday experience you yes. know and all these different pieces seem like they're isolated but they're not because you know what's happening to the children is really affecting uh and provoking the feminine because the feminine she knows what it means to have a child you know the feminine is this nurturing uh frequency and so those are those two archetypes of the feminine and the child are like super strong in the collective right now. Yes. <laughs> and also, hence the work that I do. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm very called to work with mothers uh, and especially not only mothers, but women in general, because a part of this programming such I, I one day I will do a whole podcast on it when I'm ready uh, and it's soon, <laughs> but it's this part of um, suppressing the, the female, but also installing a lot of mechanisms within uh, men and women. So we would kind of destroy each other instead of creating harmonious relationships. And um, there's not one or the other that is to blame. It's, it's cycles that we go through. Um, the par patriarchal system is one and then I, come from a, a very very one of the most you know equal countries in the world the feminist movement and that also creates another layer and a, you know uh, one some people call it balance I will just call it you know a, a counterattack. but again I just feel like the the feminine is really the new leaders of this earth because we we have the capacity to to really feel we feel everything <laughs> and in a beautiful cooperation with the masculine and besides that we're all feminine masculine anyways but i see it with my very own eyes because this is something that i've kind of put my whereas you maybe have been studying other things i've really had a mission on the masculine feminine for many many years deciphering my own journey of and relationship you probably have had the same a lot of a lot of women have been seeing the same things um because there there is something very very fierce with the feminine she has um yeah she has a fire that that just is on it's it just can't be put out throughout it's, it's, it's unfuckable with it's unfuckable with exactly and i also have these beautiful encounters with the masculine now that i have encountered my own fierce feminine but also 
the loving open-hearted feminine who holds space so there's a balance because the whole bitch culture you know there, everything needs to be in balance right but i also see the wounding in the masculine the masculine has not been happy either having been put all of these patriarchal ideas on top of their heads like a lot of men don't want to treat women badly or don't want to play this game you know what i mean it's it's on both sides and i'm so happy to see that in a lot of these more maybe conscious and aware circles we are really changing the paradigm for our children because what i see is that it affects the children the most all of these broken marriages and broken families and you know i've had to navigate all of that myself and all of this healing is coming forth and i really be, i really believe that the feminine is the one who is going to lead this forth but you said something about the galactic um yeah the 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 feminine being the the container for the galactic could you could you go a little bit deeper into that yes yes of course so firstly i would say that um the feminine the woman the womb being we'll mm. call her she is um the natural leader the natural spiritual leader actually women were always intended to be the natural spiritual leaders because that is what they naturally are but about six thousand years ago what happened was a group of beings came here and they started to in a sense uh invert everything on the earth so things got really misrepresented and and literally flipped upside down and inverted and so what that means is these patriarchal systems were in a sense uh placed here in different levels and religions you know certain religions started to you know come about and even though there are beautiful teachings in certain religions a lot of that is this uh, control energy again this hierarchical control structure right and so this feminine being this womb being was always intended to be the leader because as women we do have this natural um cycle and rhythm and connection to gaia consciousness and uh which is then connecting with the children energy so not to diminish the masculine energy but you know the masculine has its role just like the intellect has its role and the heart has her role and everyone is being encouraged to play their role well and not get mixed up with someone else's role which is what's happening sometimes with the heart intelligence and the mind intelligence like so sometimes people are asking questions that are not uh, being received by the heart and they're going up here and so we see this a lot because i work with clients from around the world so me and my guides we we see this a lot where um a lot of mental energy and this mental energy has in a sense been created by what we would call this out of aligned uh lower masculine energy which has dominated our planet for however many thousands of years and now we're coming into this new era of this galactic feminine and the feminine she she is the perfect container for this galactic frequency for that very reason that she is 
intuitively connected with her womb, which is this portal, this gateway, right? I mean, can you just, can we all just appreciate that for a moment? <laughs> you know, the technology that the womb yeah. being has, right? The I want to, I really, I'm really happy that you're stopping there for a moment because it is, it's, it's, it's been completely taken away from us women. And it's, it's so beautiful to reclaim that as a woman and to say that my womb is a sacred portal. And I want to encourage any woman to go into research about that. There's this, I want to just show, just since we're talking about it, just this amazing, the whole history, if you want to know all, all about everything we're talking about is in this book, Womb Awakening. It's initiatory wisdom from the creatrix of all life. Because if, if we women understand what that really means to have the, the, the gateway to, to the universe and to create everything within us, we, we really start to understand how powerful we are. Again, men are, are also equally powerful. It's just this is, hasn't been in the forefront, this knowledge. That changes everything. Well, I would say that we are in a universe, not a universe. Yes. <laughs> oh my God, I love where we are going with this. Because, because, um, yeah, it's you know the yoni itself is a portal. There's a very specific portal there. Uh, everything in spirituality has, in a sense being invaded by this masculine, this lower masculine energy um, to the point where even postures that are yogic and meditation, they're not really uh, for the feminine. They're actually That's based true. on masculine principles because women are taught to cross their legs, right? But you got a partle down there, girlfriend. So you, you need to open those legs when the sun is shining and activate those partles and get the light flowing in you know mm -hmm. but this is not the sentiment that is taught you know in the mainstream programming it's all about constricting and, and closing and there's so many subtle layers to this whole you know feminine energy and the suppression of it but um mm -hmm. you know it all depends what angle you are looking at things from because yes. for me i went through this process of went through many processes, many ego deaths, uh, you mm. know, many revelations. And when I was a young girl, I never identified overly as a female or a male. Um, and I put that down to other lifetimes that again goes back to this galactic piece that's always coming back where I was androgynous being, where I had recollections of being a man, you know, mm. um, I remember, because in this lifetime, I've had relationships with both women and men. And mm. so that's been an interesting journey to, to kind of explore. And, uh, but for me, on another level, then, then the feminine and the masculine, they come into the sacred union. Some people call it sh uh, Shiva Shakti. Uh, and so it all really depends, you know, which angle you want to come from it. Because even this idea of feminine, has to a certain degree uh, being convoluted too. There's certain projections onto what feminine is and yes. the same with masculine too. 
-hmm. there's a lot of our own projections, our cultural projections of what feminine is, because people think that feminine, they've associated weakness with it. But actually, like you were saying earlier, there is this fierceness, this Kalima, you know, the Hindu goddess Kalima energy. And it's very interesting because I find both the feminine and the masculine are afraid of the fierceness of this oh, feminine yeah. energy. Because if she is not contained, um, that also has its negative uh, side too. You know, we're not just portraying the feminine as, you know, the be all and end all. It's like mm -hmm. you said, things need a certain container and structure so that they can be carried so that you know each of you watching in this time are being encouraged to create these containers like me and lisa are talking about mm -hmm. not overwhelming overwhelming yourself with too much information and having these structures um support this next uh part of you your next expression in these times yes absolutely and i will i will thank my mother in this podcast my who has passed away but she gave me this this fierce feminine who takes no who's who are who is very clear um she's just very clear and this is my message to any woman who are who is powerful and who is maybe who has maybe been tried to be put into smaller containers of like a frail weak uh, you know, a, a smaller, like a, almost like watered out version of herself when actually she feels that she's very fierce because that's also, as a very fierce female, I, I, I've always been told I'm too strong and intense. And I've just always believed that there's nothing wrong with that. And I'm happy to have been incarnated in a, in a Nordic culture because there is a lot of room in that. But I also see that this is the fierceness that we also need in the feminine to reemerge. Everybody doesn't have to look the same or, you know, we don't have to scream at the top and like we are all unique and it will come through when you feel it, when it's right, how you feel it. But what I feel is important is to just embrace that fire because I also see that with a lot of clients, it's like, oh, oof, what is this? It's fire, it's scary. And I said, no, 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 no. This is you reawakening to her. And I do have to say, I do scare people sometimes with it. I do, I do. And I'm not a, an aggressive person. I do not believe in violence and aggression. It's, it's just the truth of her saying, you know what? That's not actually the truth, is it? it you know, just saying that as a woman and, and, and standing up for, for the truth, even with this podcast for many that can feel, you know, that's not how the female is supposed to be. And I feel like whatever, whoever thinks, it's not about that. It's about who do you want to be? Who do you want to represent yourself as? Who are you in this new era? And, and that is only for you to define for yourself as well. This is all about knowing yourself and feeling yourself, I would say. Because you know and you you feel when it's just right and you feel when it's just wrong and i think that's like the bottom line of it whether it's fierce or not or central or open or you know what whatever form that comes in this this era i feel is about embracing it all instead of trying to be fit into boxes i i personally 
you know, I feel we're beyond that maybe both of us. Like we, we, you know, just having this talk, it's, it's embodying all of it and, and allowing all of it and that it's all beautiful, even if it, it's not represented out there in the, you know, in the, what can I say, the world that, depending on what, what kind of sources you're following. Um, but yeah, embracing it all. I would actually say, uh, I would call it softening through fierceness. Ooh, I love that. Wow. Because, because mm. that's a little bit of a, what we call a Zen koan. A Zen koan is normi- normally a paradoxical statement that yes, is um, very much so. originating from Zen Buddhism. Mm-hmm. And uh, it kind of creates a certain... Um, tension for the intellect yeah. you see and it pulls out of pulls people out of their intellect when we go into these paradoxical uh statements because what's happening there is you're starting to get to the nature of the universe which is actually paradoxical in its very essence and what that means is two things can be juxtaposed and uh exist simultaneously and also be true you see, and, and so I love it when I use words like um, softening through, through fierceness, because when we are fierce, there is a certain, yeah, fierceness, but there is a softening, there's a breaking open too. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and that's how I feel it. That's how I felt this whole experience of stepping into my boldness, um, because I am softly spoken, but there's a certain fierceness that I carry when i'm showing up in all of me when i'm talking about aliens QAnon, trump the earth alliance the children yeah the dear children and and when we do that then we start to get into greater soul integrity and we start to draw to us the opportunities i've been having crazy opportunities you know um people the places they all because then then the universe is like oh there we go you know she we got one here she's fully authentic and honoring what's in resonance and re- self-respecting because that's what authenticity yeah. is right self-respect and so as you show up like that guess yeah. what happens your reflections start to change your audience starts to change you start to encounter uh soulmate clients i just had the most crazy <laughs> client um session the other day with this lady who I feel like I've known since forever it's the first time we ever talked and that's because uh she saw like a video where I was talking about some of this stuff you know so so imagine you know if I hadn't gone into that discomfort and showed up in that in that fierceness and softened into it opened into it expanded into it uh then those little synchronistic pieces would never have have come back so maybe maybe that's a good note to uh for us to yeah i feel that too i feel that that's that's exactly it's that's uh we yeah i want to end with that saying that uh there's nothing actually i need to add to that but once we just show up as who we are it aligns that's and i and i think we can both yeah testimony to that even though it's scary it's very scary sometimes to have an ego death. and exciting and exciting <laughs> but first it's scary and then you this part of you whatever that is dies and then you just come out as yourself and you can breathe again 
you can breathe again. But I do wanna, I do wanna thank you uh, from the bottom of my heart for just showing up in your truth. It's deeply inspiring. I feel like I'm also reclaiming many parts of my soft and fierce feminine, my authenticity by simply seeing you doing so. And it's such an honor to have you on. Uh, I, I'm really grateful for that, for, for you giving me your time. And also to all the people listening, I'm sure this will help many, many people. I hope so. This is why I'm here. Um, and yeah, if there's like any like en ending, maybe you said it all, you've, you've said many, many beautiful things, but I just, if there's anything you can leave the, the people with in terms of, No, I feel like if there's just anything you just want to leave as uh, as we close this off. If not, if not, we just end it here. Just yes. for the time to come. Yeah. I would say that to all the dear hearts that are listening, these are the times that we each dreamed into being. And so these are the times that are inviting us to play our part well in this divine drama. And that is all you have to do. What is it that excites you? What is it that ignites your imagination? And how can you take those baby steps and those bigger steps where you're feeling the discomfort to start to share that with your brother and sister? Beautiful. Thank you so much, Anobi Strong, dear. Thank you. Thank you everyone for watching and I'll uh, leave all the details to reach Anobi who also does sessions on, can you elaborate just tell people? I did yeah. soul, soul blueprint sessions via Skype and so me and my guides, I bring my guides through, my guides are actually coming through in the call today but I bring them through much stronger in, in the one-to-one -one session and the guides are called Aria, they're from the Sirius constellation they're eighth density beings. They're very um, playful. They're very direct because they don't have the same uh, filters as human consciousness. So they just go like right there to the point. Um, but they're very uh, loving and innocent. Uh, we sing like earlier when I introduced myself, I said there was two ways to introduce myself. And one of the ways was through this song, right? Through this uh, frequency. Mm -hmm. And so that's what we do in the session. We bring through this frequency of the guides and mean the guides were able to, in a sense, uh, tune in to your art field and we can see and hear and feel distortions that you might have in this field. And uh, in the session, we work to heal those distortions and just get you more clear on what is it that I meant to uh, be, do, have and step into in these amazing times. Great. So just uh, reach out for Hanovi uh, if you, if you want to have that experience. Uh, and thank you all so much. And I'll see you next time.